BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey gang, welcome back to Out of Bounds. I'm Phil, as always, and joined by my main man, Kyle. Kyle, what's happening? Oh man, I'm just, you know, getting prepared for another week of XFL, you know. It's, uh, week one was good, it was fun games, there was there was a lot of, uh, of, of cool scenarios that we got to see. Um, it didn't quite make up for the sting of the final week of the NFL season that I was feeling, but um, it is helping ease the pain a little bit. Yeah, man, it's good football. It's good football. It's good, good production. Uh, the Rock was out there all weekend on TV with his big old smiling mug, um, but it was good football. I mean, it was entertaining. Uh, capped off by the Danuch blowing it on the goal line. So another another Seattle uh, goal line miscue. Um, yep. So that that cost us a win there. But what what was your main takeaway? Did, were, were there any players that impressed you or, or teams that you liked? Um. It's hard for me to pick players or teams after the first week. Um, I thought what kind of really jumped out at me the most was uh, we got to really see in the um, Battle Hawks Brahmas game, we got to really see the rule changes that this league implements in effect. And I thought that that was the coolest thing the whole weekend. It was, to me, it was better than anybody's performance. Um, to me, it was better than any player standing out or anything. I mean, you know, that game was, uh, I believe it was 15 to three with a minute and a half left. I mean, if you're in the NFL, that game's over. It's, I mean, you need an absolute miracle. And, uh, you know, and the miracle includes a, you know, 2% chance of, you know, getting an onside kick return. Um, but we got to see, you know, the Battle Hawks, they go down, they, you know, they score, they get the three-point play for a nine-point play. All of a sudden, it's, it's fucking 15-12 out of nowhere. They go for it on the fourth and 15 from their own little area, their own 25, and then boom, they go down there and they win the fucking game. It was, it was just so cool to actually see 
the um, you know the the rule changes that we don't have in the NFL uh, on display in the first week. And I listen. I know The Rock is a a, a WWF slash WWE uh, you know veteran, but I don't think even he could have scripted that better. No, it was it was really cool. You know, like you said, fifteen to three, you're a dead duck. Um, but we actually got to see you know, the fourth and 15 conversion to keep the ball, um, which, which I thought was awesome. Um, yeah, that, that game was over, but you know, it, it was, it was pretty cool that we actually got to witness it. Uh, another rule change that I liked was the, uh, the kickoffs. I love the kickoffs, you know, with, with having the kicker kick from like the regular, the regular spot, um, you know, but the, the defenders are, I think on the 40 or something like that and they can't move until the the return man catches the ball so you get returns every single time it it, it kind of takes some of the the um the danger that you know the NFL is so concerned about and the high speed collisions it kind of takes them out of the game while keeping that an exciting play it's not just a you know a, um you know an afterthought the the kickoffs are exciting yeah yeah i i, I agree 100% it's 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 fun because it still gives you the possibility of, of a broken play where you, you know, run one back or, you know, gives you the possibility of a turnover and which hell we got to see a lot of them this first week. So, um, you know, it still gives you the opportunity of, of, of a game changing play with, you know, without having as much danger in that scenario. Um, I, I, I loved watching it. I thought it was cool um, how they were doing it. And like you said, it, it, it kind of, it kind of feels like it speeds the game up too a little bit. It, it, it feels like, you know, I know that that's one of their, their things that the, that the XFL wants to do here is, is kind of keeps games moving a little bit. They don't want to be stagnant. They don't want a lot of stagnant time. So this is one of the things that, I mean, how many times do you watch an NFL game where a guy pulls up, you know, kick off. Okay. Touchback kick off. Okay. Touchback. I mean, it's almost like, a just waste of five minutes of setup for a play every single time. So I think that this is, it's, it, that's a really cool, you know, rule change as well that, that they have in there. And it just feels like the overall pace of play there is much, much quicker. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were, they were moving that thing along. They had the expedited um, replays, which I thought were, were great. And you, you know, they had them mic'd up, um, you know, so you could kind of hear the thought and hear the decision-making process and it was a lot quicker than what we see in the NFL. Um, yeah. So I thought that was that was a cool peek behind the curtain. Uh, so all in all, I, I was impressed by the XFL, uh, you know, games this weekend. Uh, the ratings, they did well. Uh, the worst rated game of the weekend was the um, the uh, Seattle Sea Dragons game. And I think that was probably because it was up against the All-Star game, which, which sucked for the NBA. Um, but what we did see, Kyle is we can we can pat ourselves on the back here. The overs were three and one. There was only uh, one under, and that was the, the Battle Hawks and Brahmas game uh, that only got to 33 total. Um, but the average across the league, including that game, was 40 and a half, three and one to the overs. Yeah, um, it's, it's kind of where we thought, uh, you know, when we talked last week, I, I said that, you know, I thought most of these games should be around the low 40s area. And that's exactly what it ended up being. You know what I mean? So I think that's, you know, it's, I think it's perfect for these type of um, scenarios for this type of league. I think it's perfect 
for what we saw. And realistically, we saw a lot of turnovers. And I think once these teams kind of get on a um, a little bit better of a, of a rhythm, I think we're going to see some really good scores in this league. So, um, I, you know, pat ourselves on the back. I, I think we were, we were just dead on balls on that one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we saw a lot of pick sixes, uh, which I think helped aid those overs. That, that wasn't the way I was expecting them to get there. Um, so I'm not going to be in a, a huge hurry to just blind fire on the overs this weekend. Uh, I'm going to pick my spots. But it was nice to see that we took advantage of those those overcorrected numbers. Yes, yes, yes. That's that's what we do. You know what I mean? We're just really sharp. It's, sure. All right. So uh, the first game on the board is actually Thursday night football. Uh, we've got the St. Louis Battlehawks heading to Seattle. It's going to be cold. Uh, the Sea Dragons are four-point favorites on a turnaround from Sunday night. I, the scheduling is kind of quirky. Why would you take the, the Sunday night game and put them on Thursday? I just, I'm not, not sure I agree with that. But uh, like I said, the Sea Dragons are four-point favorites. The money line is minus 185 for them, or you can grab plus 165 with the Battle Hawks. The total on this one is 38 and a half. Do you have a read on this game? Yeah, I'm going to be um, on the underdog here. Uh, I I think that listen, we got to see uh, you know the 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 Battle Hawks play last week, and um, it was it wasn't pretty until the last minute and thirty. Uh, it was it was a you know I don't believe that you I I think that there was more luck involved in that last minute and a half than it was skill or figuring something out. Um, so I. I I was not impressed with AJ McCarron at all. Uh, he had a majority, and when I say majority, I, I, it was like something like eighty or eighty-five percent or something like that of his passing yards came in the fourth quarter on those two drives. So I'm not impressed. I, I think that that team um, kind of just got lucky and 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 caught fire at the right second and kind of hit some guys where they weren't ready in that new rule change. And, um, you know, they made something cool happen. Uh, but I don't trust the team. Um, I'm going to be on on Seattle in this game. Okay, so you're, you're actually on the favorite. The, uh, they're, oh, yeah. they're laying four. Okay, good. Because um, yes. I, I agree. St. Louis was lucky to get out of here with that win. Um, I think that, you know, this – these two teams have opposite records. I think Seattle should be one and zero, and St. Louis should be zero and one. Unfortunately for me, as a newly minted Sea Dragons fan, we took an L. But there was a lot to like. Uh, Danucci, he was thirty-five of fifty-four. He he, <laughs> they had him step back the pass fifty-four times in a brand new league. Um, he did throw two picks. He had a bad fumble on the goal line. But some some positives. Josh Gordon can get whatever he wants. These guys cannot cover him. He had uh, six catches, 74 yards, and uh, a touchdown. Um, this team, they I, I still think they have some areas where they can uh, expand the playbook. Scotty Phillips was a no-show. No carries, no catches, no nothing. And I, I had kind of figured him uh, to have a bigger role in this offense. Um, but A.J. McCarron, not impressive at all. Um, didn't like much of what this team did. They had 15 total carries for 68 yards. St. Louis did. Uh, so they, they didn't run the ball well. They didn't pass the ball very well. Um, 
Jack Cohn kind of picked them apart in the passing game. Uh, so not a lot to like here from St. Louis. I'm going to take Seattle. I'm going to lay the four. Uh, there's also a boost if you're listening to this. Um, you know, in time, there's a boost on the Bet Rivers books where you can take uh, the Sea Dragons money line and over 36 and a half, and that's boosted to plus 200. So I, I took that as well. Yeah, I would love that because I think that this game goes over as well. Uh, like you said, there there was a, you know, watching the games this weekend and stuff like that, there was a couple quarterbacks that, that looked good, and one of them was the Danuch, man. It was, it was, he played well, and I think it helps having Josh Gordon out there. He's going to be a security blanket that Danucci is going to be able to just kind of, you know, just just murder with all, all year long. So I think that, uh, you know, that offense is very promising. You know, it's, it's, it's game one. Get the jitters out a little bit. Hey, how about instead of having him throw the ball 55 times, how about we bring it down to 45, run the ball a little bit more, and, uh, you know, on, on a pass where he's errant, how about the next one we just run it? You know what I mean? Let, let the guy keep a little bit of confidence. Let him settle settle into himself. A little yeah, bit. I mean, uh, he played really well until they started throwing throwing lemons at him. Um, that was really when it all went wrong. He threw, you know, two picks to the same guy, you know, in back-to-back drives. It was very, very ugly. Uh, but for the, the majority of the game, he looked pretty good. Uh, so I, I, I trust that they'll, they'll get this right. Even on short rest, it was a true road game. I mean, they played in DC. This game is a true home game. They're playing in Seattle. So, um, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens on Saturday, Saturday night. In fact, we get more football. The DC defenders are taking on the Vegas Vipers. Now this is also happening in Las Vegas. I mean, this is, this is the cool part. Um, these games are actually home and away and, and, you know, on location, uh, the Vipers are three-point favorites. This total is super low, 35 and a half. What do you make of it? Uh, you know what? I'm going to take the over in this game as well. Um, you know, watching the games back, and and I know you have the stats right in front of you, and, and I'm going to ask you to read them here in a second to everybody. Um, and I'm going to tell you, tell you what I like here. Um, I like the Vipers to win this game. Um, just outright, I'm, I'm just going to take Viper's money line here. Um, and here, here's the thing. If you look at what just happened in this in the game last week with the Vipers, um, why don't you tell the folks at home who maybe didn't, don't have everything in front of them exactly what the rushing stats were for the Vegas Yeah, the, uh, the Vegas Vipers had 14 rushing attempts for 23 yards. Yeah, I believe it was like 1.7 per carry, something like that. It was atrocious. Um, the good news was is that they actually threw the ball pretty decently. And I think what's going to happen is we're going to see uh, a little bit of more of the run incorporated into this offense, which is going to help open up those passing lanes a little bit more. I think Vegas get the win this week. Um, and I'm going to go over as well. Um, I still like the overs. Anything as of right now um, in this league, it, realistically, it's it's almost any game that I see in the NFL, XFL, USFL, any of them. If if the if the total's under 40, I'm either taking an over or I'm not touching the game over under. So 
Um, this is one that I do like. I'm, I'm taking the over here, and, and I, I like Vegas this week. And I'm going to be looking. I don't know. I, I didn't see it last week. Um, but I'm going to be looking into props because I'm going to – I might throw some on some, some rushing props and stuff like that for anybody who's in the book club. Uh, you know, when that before that game starts, I'll I'll put them out. But uh, but yeah, I I like them to incorporate the run the run a little bit more in this week, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if if player props are up for this, but they they did say that you know there's going to be DFS and all that stuff. So I would imagine player props are coming. Um, the the Vipers team, I mean, it's tough. They they lost they lost it. You know, um, you know, a tough one to Arlington, who I think was the better team. Uh, they do have Brett Hundley on the way. I'm not sure if he's going to be playing this week or if it's going to be Luis Perez again. Um, and it's just a guy who who's a journeyman. I mean, we saw him in the USFL last year, and uh, you know maybe he's trying to trying to make the most of his opportunity here. He had three passing touchdowns last week, but only two. Uh, he had two picks as well. Um, but I, I I'm kind of going the other way. I like this DC Defenders team. Um, let's see. I think. I think the Eric King I read is going to get a lot more play this year, uh, this week. Uh, he's an electric quarterback out of Miami. You may remember him. Uh, he could kind of scoot around because Jordan Tayamu sucked. He was eight of 19, 86 yards and an interception. Terrible. He had the, the rushing touchdown, but that was it. Um, so I I've heard and read that it looks like De'Aaron King is going to get a little bit of play this week. He was electric on the ground. He had eight carries and a touchdown. Uh, so if he's in there, which I, I think is what it sounds like, I'm going to be on this defenders team and the three points. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, we uh, we we looked at 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 this, and 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 we both knew right away as USFL fans as as everything that, that we've seen as football people, everything that we've had going on, we got to see Jordan Tayamu. We knew he sucked before any of this season was coming out. I don't know what the XFL team was, was thinking, bringing him on, but this guy shouldn't even be playing in his local fucking rec league. We watched him be really bad in another league. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. That was realistically at the same type of level as this. It's not like Tayamu was, you know, in the SEC and he was just like, ah, okay, he's all right. Or, you know, he was in the NFL. He couldn't really get any snaps or couldn't break through. It was like, all right, well, he didn't look great. You know, he kind of washed out. We saw him in a mirror league and he was fucking atrocious. I don't know why anybody expected anything different. You and I were on this from the start. Um, I stinks. I, I, I think he stinks. I, I think we're dead on that. Um, Brett Hundley can't come soon enough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I Brett Hundley is on the Vipers. Uh, Derek King is the guy That's that I, I hope. Yeah, sorry. who who I hope takes over for uh, for Teamu. So hopefully that happens. If it does, I'm going to be on the defenders. They give giving me the three. Love it. It's a gift. Um, Sunday, sir, the early, the early game, four o'clock. We've got the Brahmas led by Jack Cohn and Alizé Mack take on the Orlando Guardians. Uh, the Brahmas are three and a half point road favorites. This total is 38 and a half. Do you have a lean? Yeah, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be giving the points with, uh, with my Brahmas this week, man, as, as, as the oldest Brahmas fan known to man. Uh, you know, that's, you know what, I'm actually going to have to put that into my Twitter handle. Um, the oldest Brahmas fan known to man. Um, you know, I loved what I saw out there. Uh, offensively, they need to get in the end zone. And that seemed to be a bit of a problem is kind of uh, sputtering out on drives. Um, but I, I believe they'll get there because I believe that Cone is talented enough and, man, this defense, man, I know that they gave away the game in the last minute and a half, but, man, this defense was fucking tough for, you know, every fucking minute that wasn't the last minute and a half. Um, they looked really good. I loved watching Heinz Ward out there, and I'll tell you what I saw, which was just fucking wild, and and I absolutely fucking loved it, which was I was watching the game, and I was watching – like big plays happen and Heinz Ward's like all smiles. He's coming out there. He's jumping with his guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, they start to kind of move the ball down the field on him a little bit. And, uh, you know, Prol from the Battle Hawks starts to kind of catch some passes here and there. And then you see the life get sucked out of Heinz Ward's face. And you can tell how angry he is. He didn't really show it on the field. But man, oh, man. I would be willing to to put a pretty penny on the fact that those guys got fucking reamed 
by Heinz Ward in that locker room. I think they come out with some fire. I don't think that a, an upset in that nature happens to them throughout the rest of the year. I love what Heinz Ward had this team kind of cooking a little bit because the Battlehawks defense is not a bad defense either. So I think that this is going to be a, uh, a Brahma's game all day, baby. I'm not touching the over-under. I'm just going to ship the points and, and go Brahma's. Yeah, I'm on the Brahma's here too, man. Uh, laying the three and a half. I loved, I loved what I saw. Uh, this team is tough. Uh, they looked really committed to running the ball. They had 39 total carries, 133 on the ground. Um, Heinz Ward was content to just run Keelan Balaj into the ground. I mean, if you have an NFL talent, why not use it? Uh, the guy had 24 carries uh, all by himself. Jack Cohn, very statuesque. He had four carries for 10 yards, uh, but he completed 25 passes of his 36 with 207 yards, touchdown, and an interception. Um, it was nice to see our old Notre Dame signal caller have some success, but hopefully he can guide them to a win. Um, not a big fan of this Orlando Guardians team, um, but there is help on the horizon. We saw Paxton Lynch get benched um, and Quentin Dormady came in. But also the news on the wire today, Kyle, the Frenchman is going to get about half the snaps this week along with Quentin Dormady. Uh, that could change things in Orlando. I don't think it changes them enough because this, this uh, Brahma's defense was was pretty stout. Uh, but I like the direction of Orlando after this week. Yeah, I, I, I think you're right there. Um, I think you're dead on with that. I don't – listen, another thing that we knew is that Paxton Lynch fucking sucked. Um, he stinks. It, it's this, this isn't fucking new stuff, people, okay? These guys couldn't fucking play in the last league. I don't know why anybody would have any sort of you know success in a mirror league. That was exactly like it. I mean, listen, these, the XFL and the USFL are an opportunity for guys who maybe didn't have one or didn't look great in their opportunity in the NFL. But it's not, it's not a big change going XFL to the USFL or vice versa. It's pretty much a mirrored league. It's guys who are. Uh, either have potential that is waiting to be unlocked or guys who are figuring some stuff out or guys who are, you know, career potheads like Josh Gordon who just couldn't get the fuck away from it but have all the talent in the world who just want to play some fucking football. So, you know, listen, if you saw, and this is one thing that you and I kind of took to the bank as we were looking last week and as we were looking in this league, um, I know for sure it's one of my biggest things, but if a guy sucked in the USFL, I wasn't expecting to be any good in the XFL, and neither were you. And I think that anybody wants any little bit of extra betting prowess when you come to it. Look at the guys who were in the U.S. Look at those types of Or listen to whatever we pick. But realistically, if you want to make your own assumptions, look at the guys who were in the Who look because it's a mirror lick. So it's, it's going to look kind of the same out. Yeah, yeah, and I'm, I'm just excited that our boy DeAndre Francois is going to get a look um, because he, you got these two XF, ex-NFL receivers. That's tough. Uh, Eli Rogers looked pretty proficient. He had four catches last week for 40 yards. Uh, Cody Latimer had five catches, 68 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, so there's some weapons out there on this Orlando team. And, you know, like, like, like we talked about last week, I have that future 
So I don't feel bad about it, and I don't feel bad about uh, betting against them this week. I do think long-term, the Frenchman is the move. Um, yeah, and I think he's really going to benefit from having those two guys out there. You know, watching him in college, he was always kind of an electric-type player to kind of watch. Um, I know that his Miami teams weren't all that great, but he was fun to watch, and I, I think that he's got some tools. I think he has the ability to be really good in a league like this. Um and I'm excited to kind of see what he can bring to the table. And the good news for him is, like you said, you're not it's, – it's really nice to, to have two guys in there with NFL pedigree because you're not going to throw them in there to the Wolves with, you know, a bunch of shit receivers and go, all right, we'll go out and see what you got. You know what I mean? He's going to have some, some real gumption behind him. So I, I think it's really, really fun. I, I'm, I'm really excited to see the Frenchman. Um, you know, I'm sorry, and not Miami, Florida State, but uh, you know, I, I know you were waiting to, to to hit me on that one. Um, but I can't wait to see the the, the Frenchman um actually go out there and 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 have some really good weapons. So I know he's yeah. a favorite for you and I. So listen, to be fair, Kyle, we were just talking about the Eric King who was and, at Miami and DeAndre Francois at Florida State. Easy mistake to make. Yeah, and realistically, um. I hate both of those colleges. It just kind of, to, you know, uh, go fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree that both of those colleges are just awful. Uh, but the last game, Sunday night, the Arlington Renegades, they were five point dogs hitting the road, heading to Houston to take on the Roughnecks. This total is at 40. This is the highest total on the board. Uh, the Roughnecks are minus 210 on the money line. You can have Arlington. At plus one seventy five, what say you? Well, I'm not going to touch the over under here. Um, I think that this is, um, I I think this deserves to be the the highest one on the board. Um, and with that being said, I I think five is too much. Um, I think both of these teams showed decent enough that neither should be favored by that much. I I was in that three, three and a half range in this game. So um, I'm going to, I'm just going to take the five and, and throw my money on that with, with, with them and, and just enjoy it. Enjoy that Sunday night game. Yeah. It kind of sucks. I, I don't like either of these two teams. They, they, neither one of them really impressed me. Um, I mean, you, you have below average quarterback play uh, in Houston. You got Brandon Silvers out there, 26 of 42, uh, 272 yards, two touchdowns, two picks. Um, they averaged four yards a carry as a squad. I do like Max Borgie on this Houston team. Um, you know, he had, uh, let's see, I think he had 40, yep, 42 yards on the ground on eight carries, four catches for 32. Uh, he had a rushing touchdown as well. So he he's a, a pretty nice piece. Cole McDonald out of Hawaii is w- would be my choice. Uh, to be under center for this Houston team. Uh, but they they elected to only use him on like the two-point conversions, the point after touchdowns and stuff. So we didn't get to see a lot of him. He didn't even get to throw the ball. So that that kind of sucked. Um, but on the other side with Arlington, not a huge fan. Drew Plitt, bum, was 19 to 25, 172 yards and a pick. Um, you know, they ran the ball terribly, 31 total carries. 83 yards. So they didn't really do much on offense either. Um, they did enough to win, I guess, but 
nothing, nothing really impressive there. So until I see Cole McDonald under center for the Roughnecks, I'm probably going to sit this game out as much of a sin as that is. Um, but if I had to play it, I'd probably take the five. Yeah, I, I that's the, the smart play there. And I honestly, I think we're going to see him uh, a little bit more. So, um, you know, I, I don't have anything to do on Sunday night. So, you know, we'll be texting, sitting down, watching this game. I'm expecting to see some, some, some Hawaii life out there. That's that's my new nickname for him, the Hawaiian life. So I'm gonna see him out there. I, I want to see him, you know, launching that ball like he he did in freaking college, where he's throwing the ball 60 times a game. And I, I see that you and I want the same thing, and we in we both. I believe in really enjoy and embrace good defenses. Um, we've always been, you know, really big defensive first type guys, but on the other side, we listen, we appreciate running the football and we appreciate running the football, but listen, we, it's the same thing as everybody. We want to see somebody just fucking sit back and rip it 60 times a game. I want to see, listen, I, I would, I put it five wide every play. That's, that's what I would do. Five wide every single play, and my guys are going to beat your guys. And that's what I would do if I was in a league like this, and that's what I want to see. And I don't think anybody's going to be a better, you know, quarterback in that system than than Mr. Howard. So, you know, I, I, that's where I'm at. So, I, yeah, I, think I mean, yeah, the guy's got a, a his own nursery rhyme. I mean, Cole McDonald had an arm, you know? I mean, it's, it's a natural fit. But I, I think in this kind of league, like you said, you can scheme someone open. So spread them out. Um, it's not like there's going to be a huge talent disparity, you know, between your wideouts, unless you have Josh Gordon and the D-backs. I think you can scheme somebody open. So let's see it. Spread them out, five wide, and let's see what happens. You know, let, let's do it. What do, you, what do you got to lose? You're going to get fired from the XFL? Who cares? Oh, no, not your $200,000 a year job. And that's that's max. I mean, that's a max contract, two hundred grand. Yeah, Whatever. throw them out there and let just let it fucking rip. Bingo. Let it fucking Bingo. Rip. But yep. So that that's all we got, man. Yeah, it's um. Listen, they're sweet. They really are. Yeah, your your phone is going in and out again. Boy, that's that sucks. Is it? Yeah. Is it all right? That's all right, man. We're we're wrapping it up. Um, yeah. sounds like these damn kids are going to come through the floor here. Uh, so hey, it sounds like a, uh, you know, I I've been hearing it on your end. It sounds like you have like a, like an old, you know, an old man, you know, rocking in a rocking chair, looking out at his, at all this land that he's. Yeah. That he's, no, I, I think somebody's like doing jumping jacks in the room above me. I, I, I don't yeah. know how to explain it, but yeah, I, don't know. I don't know. But if I were you, I would join the book club at the where everyone hates Wentz. Dot com three-day free trial. Um, NASCAR plays are out. Formula One plays are out. Golf plays are out. This thing is cooking. It's fun. It's growing. Join in. Yeah, absolutely. And and listen, it doesn't matter who it is. I mean, listen, Steve's throwing out fucking awesome golf picks. You guys are, you know, I know we're going to have a, a, you know, a, an out-of-bounds, you know, show here soon where – you know, we, we do everything with wheels and, and we can, you know, get into the races that we didn't get the first one in. Um, 
you know, based off of some issues, but, you know, I know that that's going to be our, our weekly thing, getting all the races in, you know, everything with wheels. So I know we're excited for that, but listen, what people have to understand is that these picks come out well before you're going to be able to hear the show. So you have to get into the book club if you want them first, because listen, you know, Phil won't say it, but the motherfucker moves lines. So him and Steve move lines and that's just the way that, that it is. So get in, get early, and then, uh, you know, just stick around and enjoy it. You know what I mean? You get to listen to, to Jeffrey talk some shit until 3 p.m. when he goes to sleep. And, you know, Arch is in there throwing picks around all the time. And, you know, Max is in there crying about something. I don't fucking know. I got to tune that guy out half the time. But, you know, he got good hockey picks coming at you still. So, you know, it, you can still make money. So, you know. You don't have to like everybody in there. You probably won't. I hate D-Spin, but you know what? I let you know. I I got I got to you know enjoy the guy. You know, it's, it can't be easy being a San Francisco fan. So there's gonna be guys you like. There's gonna be guys you don't like. But one thing's for sure is that we all like the Greenbacks and Dead Presidents. And in the book club, we are fucking making them. So get in there as soon as you can at the. The websites that Phil put it in there, and I think I'm going to throw one in there as well. Uh, I'm going to try and get the domain name, Phil's Creaky Roof. Um, dot at, com. Dot com. I, I don't fucking know. We're going to figure that out. So, yeah, other than that, that's all for me. Adios, muchachos. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.